All right. Are we ready, folks? Are we ready? Yes, sir. Hello, gamers. Uh, what, what is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to Content Cube, episode fifty-four. Uh, so much has changed. Uh, I'm Brian Woods. So much has ch- changed since we last uploaded. It's true. Uh, I'm Jake Mosier, and I just accidentally opened Word instead of my notes. Um, I'm Zach Kohlenstein. No, no little, you know, so much has changed since, uh, I believe it's been a month. I, I got, I got, so much has changed. So one, we have another, ep- we have another secret episode added to the pile uh, with a new <laughs> unique problem uh, in it. And I've just been too busy to sit down and look at it and fix it. But that, that was a fun episode, you know? And our listeners, our listeners will hear it someday. That I am yeah. almost sure because it is so salvageable. It's another one. The pain of it is that it's another one with a guest. Uh, yeah, you know, it's another great guest episode that will just forever be lost. You know, no, it's not Possibly. forever lost. Here's Possibly. the thing: the Audacity file sounds fine. It sounds fine, but then you export it to WAV, and it, it sounds like a uh, a 2017 era like bass boosted meme. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really fucked up, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. So I just got to look at. It. I've just been very busy. We we haven't uploaded in a while because we've been we've been busy. Semester's ending. I'm graduating. You know. Congratulations! That's so exciting. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. Got a lot going on, you know. So what's you going know, on? Tell us about it, Brian. I don't know. I'm fucking busy. I'm doing shit. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing things. I'm doing a lot of things. Uh, final projects and all that. Um, but, uh, interesting lifestyle change, folks. I've become a new type of guy. The type of guy that goes to bed at 11 p.m. and wakes up at 6 a.m. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. But one day I was just tired and said, I'm going to sleep. And then I went to sleep <laughs> and I woke up at 6 a.m. And I went on a little walk and I, and I got some coffee from Starbucks. And Hell I said, this yeah. is pretty good. And then that day came around, and it had been, you know, the 12 hours since I had woken up. And 11, 11 comes around. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired again. I'm going to bed. And then the cycle continued. <laughs> and now I, I've been, even when I fuck up the cycle, I still want to go back because it's so great waking up super early, folks. Let me tell you. I love waking up That's just a terrifying thought. That's just a terrifying thought. Because I'm scared that if I do it, I'll like it too. You'll like Growing it. up is scary, Zach. <laughs> it's great. I, I love waking up early. You know what I did today? So last night, th- there are some heart, there are some, there's some heartbreak that comes with it, right? Last night, I'm like, you know what? I want Wise Guys Pizza. I, I'm craving it again. I got a taste for blood. Uh, when we, when I went to Zach's house a couple days ago, we got it. Uh, I want your review, Zach. I want your full review of Wise Guys Pizza. Um, as, as Jake, you've had it before, right? Yes, we got it after we saw us. We got the deep dish. And yes. we were not fucked by the artichokes. Yes. And and then Maddie reviewed it on that episode as well. Yes. So and now we need the Zach review. But I a got Zach it. Zach's content cube episode, if I recall. A Zach yeah, it was Zach's content cube episode. Wasn't that the final one of the semester, I think? We were like it was an abandoned building that we recorded. Like no one else was in the So I feel like, yeah, it was the last of the semester. Um but no, yeah, uh, so I got the t- t- Taste for Blood again, and last night I'm like, eh, fuck it, I want some, but I should wait, I should just get it tomorrow, you know, eat it tomorrow. Wake up, Wise Guys does not open until 4pm, so I, I woke up uh, 
10 hours away from wise guys time. So it simply, <laughs> it simply was not feasible to wait. It was not possible to wait. So I just got pizza tree instead, which is still very good. It's very good pizza. Um, so yeah, you know, there's some heartbreak that comes with that. Uh, it's better pizza, Brian, for being fully Listen, honest and specific here. I think in general, pizza tree is better than wise guys, but there's a, there's a niche that wise guys fills that others cannot. And I think you can attest to that. Zach, Zach, can I get your wise guys review? Well, hold on, Jake. What what is your review of wise guys? Just to just to remind the listeners of three years ago. Fuck. Uh, I would like to say that three years ago, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's quite good. <laughs> that pizza is thick as hell, but it, is. it was good. It hit the spot. Zach, your your experience with wise guys has been a little different. My first experience with wise guys was, you know, it was set up to be an awesome one, you know. I was, we were watching, watching Annihilation. We were watching Annihilation in my dorm, Brian and I. Uh, you know, Brian was telling me all about this deep dish pizza wise guys that he was ordering. He uh, he sold me on it. We ordered a deep dish pepperoni, I believe, you know, a standard yep. pie. It's a meat. Know. That's the kind yep. of meat it is, you know? Yep. And then um, what do we – we got – we got an artichoke one. They gave we, us an it artichoke was artichokes pizza. and not pepperoni, which is a vegetable. Actually, it's not. It's not even same kind of thing. That was quite bad. And then me and Zach never hung out again. I, you uh, know, I blame uh, Brian's distaste <laughs> for annihilation on wise guys. <laughs> uh, it could be true because I was pretty pissed off about that. But Zach, we got wise guys again. You had yeah. a couple slices at your house. I, sure I would did. say prime mindset as well. I you know, could test. Yeah. It was, you know, I, I I would say that because I ended up liking it. So yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, it was good. It's good pizza. It's good it pizza. was. Did you, guys, did you guys get the deep dish? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. on the phone like our deep dishes and like other deep dishes, and it's like no, nah, give it to us. We fucking no. Here's know. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I am not a tomato guy really. Yeah. So the concept of deep dish isn't really one that I get that excited about. So the fact that I actually enjoyed this pizza is a testament to how good it is. Yeah. So if you like deep dish pizza, you probably absolutely love Wise Guys. Well, they, they puree out all the chunks. There's no tomato chunks in there. It's just like a thick sauce. And I think that's pretty dope. I think that's pretty good. Uh, God, what is their fucking tagline again? It's like, oh, like fucking back alley pizza shop lures college kids in with fucking tasty <laughs> treats at 2 a.m. or some shit. That's just on the That's when we were summer. ordering. And that's when we were ordering. It is. It's, like, <laughs> it's quite true. <laughs> They knew it's who always they were talking to. True. So, a lot of uh, shows have also been watched and ended uh, during our absence. Um, I also watched Tenet. I also I watched can't. Tenet. I can't. Oh, God. Do we have to? I can. Talk about it for All right. Right. Let's, I'll, do I'll, it. Well, Fine, let's, let's start do with it. Tenet. Why don't we? Uh, who is it? David Fincher? I don't remember who directed it. Um, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. I'm already Christopher mad. Nolan. I'm already mad. Uh, this movie is to Inception what Inception was to other movies. And it is, it is the, it, it's Christopher Nolan saw the Inception episode of South Park and said, they love it. They love Inception. <laughs> I should do it again. This movie, the only people that enjoy this movie are people that have seen it four times. The only people that can claim truly that they understand it People that have seen it four times, Christopher Nolan, the people that kissed Christopher Nolan's ass, and people on r slash movie details. Those are the only people 
I am one of those four. I'm not going to say which, so I will defend it. The, the, I will the, confidently say I'm number three. The, uh, there are parts of this I'm movie. I'm number two. I'm Chris Nolan. There are parts of this movie where they hit you with a dramatic music cue as if it were some reveal. Dude. And I don't it, understand they what are the reveals. fuck they were talking they about. They are reveals. You just got to figure it out. Cause I, now, I okay. You know. What I'm about to say. Yep, go ahead. Is... Definitely a spoiler once you understand the movie enough, but I'm not at the point where I understand it. So I guess a statement from Tenet and how confused I was. There's a statement where it's like Tenet was founded in the past. I'm like, I didn't know Tenet was a thing that was founded. I don't I don't even know what Tenet is. I, I don't know what it is as a concept. Then it's a double and, reveal line. It's genius. And, and at the end of the movie, I don't know what Tenet is. I don't know what the word means. It opened one door. And none of the it's wrong the, one, Brian. It's the it's the same it's the same word backwards though. That's I understand that. I, it I understand half. it's a. Uh, then that's all you need to know. It's a little twisteroo word, but they say right. Tenet was founded in the past, and they hit me with a pause and a dramatic music cue. And I said, I don't was I didn't know this was an organization or an idea or anything really. Uh, but I thought the ending was cool. What, what did you guys think of uh, Tenet? Uh, my first watch, Brian, did you watch this movie with subtitles? Here's the thing. I was prepped, right? I was prepped for the audio mixing to be absolute dog shit, but I think they patched it. <laughs> I, I think they patched the HBO max release, dude. I'm serious. Well, that's that good. Surprise I watched it with yeah, subtitles, but there was never a point where I needed them. My... They definitely patched this shit. My first viewing experience was in a drive-in theater with my 1994 yellow Sony radio. Ah. So I couldn't hear fucking jack shit. I, basically, that movie was just all visuals for me. Um, I then re-watched it, uh, I think, over winter break with subtitles in my own home. Uh, enjoyed that movie much more on the second viewing, both because I could hear it and because I better understood what was happening. Um, I like that movie a lot. I think the set pieces are super cool. Um, I think, like, the characters are kind of flat. There's not really an emotional pull, but that's kind of Christopher Nolan in general. Um, uh, I liked it. I was a fan. But I can understand anyone's complaints. It's yeah. Christopher Nolan at his most Christopher Nolan. I mean, if you recall, I think we did, like, a Christopher Nolan ranking after we saw Tenet. And, yeah. like, I still had Tenet in the middle. Like, I didn't, yeah. like, I don't think it's, like, amazing. And, well, I don't think it's, like, incredible, like, spectacular. I think Inception is better, obviously. Um but, I mean, here's the thing. I still thought it was cool. I mean, Jake's right. There's really not an emotional pull. But, like, the character – here's the thing. I wasn't, like, emotionally connected to the characters, but I still thought, like, a few of them were cool. Like, you know, like, John David Washington's really charismatic. Uh, I like Robert Pattinson a lot now. He's great. He's great in that movie. Yeah. Rob, yeah. Robert and Pattinson is the, is the only, like, great character in that movie, I think. Yeah. and Yeah. He, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's that. But also, like – it is just a spectacle, you know. It's a gimmick that they make into a spectacle, and I think it works, you know. But the gimmick yeah. is a cool gimmick. I think it's a cool gimmick. It's, it's not right, time yeah. travel, you know. I mean, okay, spoilers for Tenet, you know, if, if you're still listening for this part. But it's like you go backwards through time. Like you don't just jump to a different point in time, but you can just invert which way you're going. That's like really cool. And the fact that you can do it with objects too. And the, I think they utilize that to its like almost full potential too. I think it looks fine. There's just some parts where like, I don't know. Like, there's a there's a part where it's like I had to think and kind of logic out how something was happening just entirely in my own mind, and they didn't really explain it because they're spoilers for Tenet. Again, I don't fucking it doesn't matter. It's like 
okay, like this person go back in time, but they're going forward. And I had to think, I'm like, how would they do that? I guess they would go, I guess they would reverse their entropy until they hit a couple days ago and then go back into the carousel. And then yep. they're doing that, but they never yep. show you that. No, and but I, it's it, fun. It's fun to puzzle it together. I guess it did. is we, fun to puzzle it, it together. But you know, when the first character, there's the first character they knew about time on travel a, on a note paper or whatever. We got we got out our like notebooks and we like laid out a timeline and we were like just put all the events and then we had like the characters like as lines going like back and forth and we were like trying to piece it together. It took us a while, but I think we got like ninety percent of it. Without having to Wikipedia fun. anything. Without that, without having to Wikipedia anything, obviously. That does sound fun, but here's the issue, Zach. You you did not take the movie's advice. And a, a, the, the character that introduces time travel does say, don't think about it and do not try to understand it. Just, Just look at how it. cool it it's is. It's fun. Well, yeah. Well, that's how we felt how cool it was watching it. But like afterwards, then it's fun to like try and like figure it out. Because yeah. I, don't know. I think it, it does all sync up. It does I don't all regret watching up. it. I don't regret. It was cool. It was it was a fine two and a half hours. Do you remember the building blowing up in both directions, Brian? I still don't really understand. <laughs> but I don't know. It looked so cool, though. It was all right. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, what else? Falcon? Did I talk about watching Godzilla? Or was that uh, was that in the lost wait, episode? It was in the Lost episode. Oh man, whatever. You Godzilla. Can, you can say ver- you can say a piece. Yeah. Go ahead. I watched the Godzilla trilogy. That's pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool set of movies there, folks. Tell me your favorite. That's what I want to know. What's your favorite? <sighs> I don't know. I think they all do different things so good. Like uh, There's two right answers and two wrong answers. So here's the thing. First Godzilla, Godlike. Great film. Uh, got that edge. It's, it's edging you the entire movie, and then you see the big guy, and you go, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, exciting stuff. Uh, Kong Skull <laughs> Islands. Is that a monkey? And then, and then it kills them. And it kills all those Vietnam soldiers. Um, That's a pretty I good like one. that, too. King of the Monsters. Most of that movie is not monsters. It, it seems to be... <laughs> I, I, I recall it being a four-hour film. So, I, <laughs> I recall it being... I got to 40 minutes in, no monster. I've watched no. it three times. It's gotten worse each time. That's kind that of worse each time. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think it's bad. It's just a waste of my fucking time. There's nothing like That's egregious bad. in Isn't it. Isn't that bad? Man, there's a part. There's a part where two monsters cut. It cuts away. It, it cuts okay, away. the cool. It said, Do you want okay. that? No. The coolest part of that movie is like the very end, though. When like yeah, all the, sure. Yeah, the last fight. The last ten minutes is pretty sick. And then they, all the monsters bow to Godzilla. I was pretty amped. Yeah, I was, a Godzilla was fan. Dope. And then I liked King Kong versus Godzilla as well, but it kind of suffered the same issue as King of the Monsters. It was better though. It was better. Though it did I make think up it was for way better. It with some stuff. It was. It had. It had like the same amount of like monster action. It just had a lot less human stuff. You had skin in the game. It's a shorter movie. You had movie. money on it. You know what I mean. You were gambling. <laughs> I did. I had fifty dollars on that movie. I did. I think if you thought Kong could win, you're kind of. You're a rube. You, you, you no, were, dude, you I was pretty scared. This? No, I was honestly really scared. I was. I thought point? my money. I thought I was losing my money because th- it was the. I was buying in all the monkey memes. I was like, it's fuck <laughs> monkey, you know, like. <laughs> but I thought they found the perfect way to conclude that that, that yeah. fight. They they do wrestling moves together. <laughs> it was very exciting sick. for me. Uh, that was so really I watched sick. that. 
also against my better judgment, I, and I'm not. I, I, this is not speaking to the quality of Falcon versus Winter Soldier, but I said, "Hey, fuck it! I'm gonna sign up for Disney Plus, and I'm gonna watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier." I don't know why. I think no. This was during my. You didn't like, have it I yet. Had, I like, thought you watched. Didn't you watch Mandalorian? Did you not? No, did not watch okay. Mandalorian. Uh, wow. I don't I, know why I thought that then. I mean, I watched some of it, right? But I. It's not like oh, I, yeah, yeah. It's not like I kept my subscription for it. Um. I, I was it, this was during a depressive state where I was unable to play a video game, so I just wanted to watch dudes rock content. Uh, <laughs> and after I watched the Godzilla quadrilogy, uh, I needed to watch two guys being dudes. Um, it was pretty good. What did you guys think? It was all right. What did you guys think of Falcon versus the Winter Soldier? Uh, in terms of two dudes being dudes, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think Falcon. If it was a Falcon show, I would say it was great. Uh, if it was a Winter Soldier show, I'd say it was mediocre. Uh, it juggles way too much. I wish it would have just been a show about Falcon or it would have been about six episodes longer because the villain doesn't really work. They don't really explain her, I guess, the specifically talking about what's her name. Forgot it. Oh, man. It's been a while. Ginger chick. Ginger girl. Yeah. Um, she Her motivations are kind of like not really there and then they explain loosely trying to make it a refugee thing that they get displaced but they don't really touch on it that much and then all of a sudden it's wrapped up it's kind the of genre. the most insane like yeah it's one of those things where like going into it i'm like well it's kind of a dog shit idea for them to continue this series after uh losing half the population and then bringing them back because this is a problem with no good or interesting answers yeah and I guess the answer for the world was, okay, so half the population came back, put them back to where they are. Like, I guess <laughs> during, like, the five-year time skip, the government, it was, it, like, no more government. That They all came under one world government. And then all the people came back, like, ah, fuck it. Uh, everyone, everyone get out. We're, we're, dis- we're displacing the people that were here. Which is, like, they're, like, reversing the refugee thing that would make more sense. It's kind it, of insane. I'm like, this it, it logically is, is like, like the most insane thing I've ever heard. Like, you, you put in all you put in all this work to like, okay, we finally we finally figured it out. Now that half these people and they all come back, like, well, let's just go back. Let's Reverse. just go back. Let's just go back. Uh, it, it's <laughs> back like to the good old days. It's just absurd because like in the show, the government's like, nah, we're just getting through like the quickest solution. And I'm like, the quickest solution would be keeping the infrastructure and people that you have. And putting all the people that disappeared in camps. But instead, they're moving twice as many people. Because they're moving the people back in and moving the other people out. And that that sounded insane to me. But also, it doesn't matter. Uh, I thought this was going to be like a Black (laughs) Panther thing. uh, Where where they just blow up an orphanage and make her evil. Uh, And they do do that. Um, But turns out, uh, spoilers for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier... The moral of the story is that um, terrorism was based, actually, and they deserved it. Uh, and then Sam says that at the camera. I said, damn, that that's crazy. It's crazy that they let him say that. It, it's crazy. It's like, I mean, no, you actually need to give in to the terrorist demands because they will do it again. And they're also right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's true. Like, that, like that, that's true. I just didn't think that... Um, a show taking money and uh, advisory from the U.S. military uh, would be allowed <laughs> to say that. Uh, but I'm glad they did because it was at least interesting. 
You know what I mean? You guys know That's what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the government stuff, this is what you get when, you know, your first your first property after Endgame did not want to deal with it, so they just had a joke about kids Refused. coming back during during a basketball game. Like, you yeah. know. Um, so they kick it down the road. WandaVision just focused on Wanda dealing with Vision, which is, you know, it should. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I guess WandaVision I, dealt with it a little bit with Monica and stuff, but I mean, yeah, this was the one that like had to probably deal with it the most, obviously out of the three so far, and probably will the most going forward. And I don't think anything will do it more than this. So yeah, they just left it to this guy to figure it Zach, out, I guess. Yeah. Zach, I like your idea that Marvel was just like delaying, delaying that. I wish they would have just like kept going like nine <laughs> movies from now. Like, oh, we'll touch on it. We'll, get we'll talk it. about how we got through this. And then by that point, it's like, we don't even have to talk about it anymore. It was so long ago. <laughs> uh, like, other things. Yeah, you go, Brian. This very much, and people talked about it, like when Endgame came out, where it felt like it was going to be like when comics had to like deal with like a fucking summer event. And I remember like reading uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye series, which they are kind of adapting with the Hawkeye show. I remember reading that when I was like 13, and it would just be like one chapter later, and it's like, Damn, are, are you a scroll? No, just kidding. That was crazy. It's like time to rebuild society, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, Damn, that's crazy. Because it would just happen in the because this they, they go forever. Like the comics don't they aren't coming out in seasons, so it would just be like ah, time to reset everything in the middle of a storyline. We we sorry, uh, fucking the scrolls came. Um, I don't remember what the fucking crossover. I don't remember what the thing with Hawkeye was, but it was kind of interruptive in a way. I don't. I don't really remember. Maybe it was another series I was reading, but yeah, that happened, and that's happening here. But I mean, they're they're kind of dealing with it fine, you know. Uh, other things about the show that I think we should talk about: the John Walker thing was okay, and then great, and then bad. When he has the turn, I was like, damn, I was like, that was a pretty, like, aggressive, violent thing for Marvel to do. That's kind of cool. And then he's still, like, angry and pissy. I'm like, okay, we're going full villain. And then they, I thought they were, like, semi trying to redeem him. And then the showrunner comes out and is like, we think people like him now. I think we did our job. He's good. I was like, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) Here's the thing, yeah. I kind of like where he is going forward if you – exclude those comments because that's not where i thought we were supposed to think he's at and i like where i thought he was at i'm like he is uh you know not a good guy uh but he's not like completely over the top insane uh like like you thought he might be when he's like i'm captain america like about to kill falcon i'm like no way he's at this point i guess his friend just died so the next episode was a big comeback episode for him in my view like when he still visited like uh his friend's parents i thought that was good um, but then he fucking lies to him. What do you, of course, I would lie to him. I would lie yeah, to him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think that was a good... I mean, yeah, he, he cared enough to go, but... It was a self-serving himself lie. To tell the truth. He couldn't bring himself to tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so... I Overall, and I like the actor a lot, I think I'm, I'm still kind of excited what he does going forward. And I know that I, I heard, like, the costume is comic book accurate. Still kind of a lame new costume for U.S. agent. But yeah. whatever... Man, what a what um, a stupid fucking name! I love it. Now, I mean, <laughs> now Julie Louis Dreyfus's character. Did I, uh, Hell like, yeah, that was awesome when she showed up. I um, love her. She's amazing. I, okay. So I heard a rumor that I mean, I, 
now you think this is a spoiler to say the rumor? Who gives no, a shit? No, it's fine. Right. Everyone... Okay. So not really probably a big spoiler, but I heard that she's in Black Widow, and like that was supposed to be her first introduction. Not this. Makes sense. And then this that moment would have felt a lot more like, whoa, that's that chick from Black Widow. You know. <laughs> I mean, that honestly, made a lot more sense because. It worked as a uh, yeah. It would it, it, it like worked for me as a oh fuck. Why is she here? Why is Julia Louis Dreyfus in? But I was so show? confused. But I was so confused when the she whole showed time. up. I'm like ah, it's the shadow broker or whatever the fuck they they. Yeah, were that's referring. what had the power broker. Yeah, now, like, that's ah, a bigger. Now, that was a bigger surprise to me after that because she was yeah. my first guest for power broker, and then so when it like came out who it really was, I was like oh okay, and I probably oh, should have seen got- that coming. Were you guys surprised? I see. I knew that from the start. Because I was like, why the fuck is she in this show? She's not doing anything. I thought she was just coming <laughs> back into the MCU. I didn't th- It was a shock for me because all my theories about if she was the power broker went out the window. Because oh. I thought other lady was the power broker. I'm like, ah, this is what the show is telling me. A character who seems to have interest in super soldiers has shown up with no prior uh, explanation. It, they must be trying to tell me explicitly this is the power broker, and then it's like no, I guess what Zach's saying makes a lot of sense because I'm like, well, who the fuck is she? Like, yeah, imagine how pissed so Sharon confused. would be. Cap, she steals, she becomes a fugitive for Captain America uh, by stealing his shield back for him when he's like, you know, a fugitive from the law, chasing after his assassin friend. Uh, she he kisses her, yeah. and then doesn't talk to her again, probably. And then it gives goes birth on the to run. her mother. Um, in, Go, yeah, in and then goes the back in time and, and like into a yeah, and it creates a time problem with canon. Yeah, and like that. So, so I yeah, she became a villain. Her villain origin story. This happened to my buddy Eric. I mean, this is just it, that's. <laughs> can you guys be? Can you guys imagine being as stupid as the Russo brothers? <laughs> can you guys imagine being that fucking brain dead? They fucking explain time travel in the movie, and they take 10 minutes to do it. And then in their fucking interviews, they're like, oh, wait, we forgot to read the wiki before doing this. Uh, we accidentally gave the opposite explanation of how our time travel worked. Imagine being that fucking stupid. Still no, dude, I think the writer, no, the, no, I think the Russo's one is right, and the writer's one, whatever wow. the writers wrote whoever is the not fuck, really what they for real for real say. Whoever the fuck gave up. that interview? Either way, what the Russo's say the explanation is even if it's not in the movie whatever that's the way that it has to be wait what <laughs> was forward. it what was it the russos are saying cap was in an alternate timeline with peggy and yes, then when true. then he Anna. came back to that timeline to give the shield back the entire movie explains it as such the entire movie explains right it as and it's the writers have like the altering view that would make yeah. no sense that would have cap Fucking... being in that timeline the whole time meaning he's the fucking old guy carrying peggy's casket yeah. next to present day steve it's the most that's that's the brain dead explanation that's stupid as fuck i still think i still think it is the ultimate dumb guy move to like put yourself in as the first gay character i think that oh i my, think that yeah, was awesome that's, that I was like the over, ultimate like, dumb guy dessert. like i cried at dessert <laughs> <laughs> can that be our episode title wait, wait. yeah <laughs> i cried over dessert dude we low-key uh, me and my roommates were talking about watching um uh infinity war tonight you guys you okay we had this conversation last night brian we determined that zach and his roommates re-watch movies more than any other human being on this yeah. fucking planet yeah. <laughs> hey, we're really good at trivia night so i don't know what you i mean <laughs> I, I will go what to bed 
I will go to bed at 3 a.m., check Letterbox before. I will wake up at 8, and there will be four new reviews from Zach and his roommates re-watching Hereditary for the 18th time. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we do that, <laughs> most of the time, one of those is not a rewatch. Someone's watching it for the first time. <laughs> like, last time we did it. that, it was Noah. Noah had not seen it yet. <laughs> the time before that, it was Toby. Toby had not seen it yet. <laughs> There's always a new one. Sorry, where were we? Falcon. Uh, Falcon. We know. So I guess to talk about some positives because we yeah kind of Falcon. About I thought so, yeah. Let's talk about Sam Wilson. He had a really yeah. good, really good series. He became one of my favorite yeah. characters. His yeah. fucking cost, bro. Me and my roommate were getting an argument about this. Like, okay, like what's his new costume going to be? Is he still going to have the shield or like is he still going to have the wings? I mean, and I was like, how can he be Captain America just running around with a shield? He doesn't have super soldier serum. Like he'll be, he'll just get fucked up. Uh, he needs the wings because that's his advantage. But we couldn't figure out if he would be able to throw the shield with the wings. But like we had a bet that I thought he would be able to, and I was really glad that they did that because I was sick as fuck. Like yeah. that that first shot where he throws it through the window and comes through, I got the pretty act, amped. The action in the series is pretty damn great. I mm-hmm. was I was happy with it. Um, I think like I mean Disney's ultimate goal was to convince the audience to spend money on a on a now Falcon as Captain America movie, and they got me. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I like before. I was like, oh, I think he can carry a show, but I don't know if I necessarily care to see him in a movie. And now, I, now I will go see Captain America four. So yeah. yeah, he his arc was great. I think I they, bet Bucky and Zemo are in it. I bet they bring back Bucky Zemo. They continue the power broker story in that one. I bet it's literally just a fucking continuation. Yeah. They'll probably add one more main villain. Yeah, the race stuff was mostly handled well. Um, I think I think I all was, the scenes with Isaiah were really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they did – I don't think Marvel necessarily needs to handle their dialogue with a ton of nuance because it's Marvel and they're trying to yeah. pertain to a lot of people who need it explained to them pretty bluntly. Um, but I thought I thought they towed that line pretty well between it being like, uh, this is kind of on the nose and grown worthy, but it also had enough like actual legitimate stuff to say. So props to them. Yeah, I, they, they covered it in interesting ways that are, that are different than the usual uh... – I'm not saying there's like a there's like a better way to there. I don't know. I, I, they were they just covered on uh, different parts of uh, America's racist history that and uh, most other things like you know sometimes we just experiment on black people. You know you know I remember they, they, I read about a study where they just put a bunch of syphilis in black people, saying it was a vaccine, just to see what would happen. Uh, bad stuff happened. Yeah. Um, so Fucking it was awful. interesting to cover uh, that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that stuff was interesting. Yeah, I appreciated the. I think it was in the second to last episode when he's having the conversation with Isaiah, and Isaiah was like. Like, you, you fucking can't take up the shield. Like, you can't do it because of what America has done to us. And I thought it took an interesting sit to him be like, well, like, I'm going to try my best to change what that means. It's like, oh, like, I they, – they, 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 they took an interesting route, which I appreciate. Yeah, they, they took they took different uh, paths with it than I expected Marvel to allow anyone to take. So that, that was cool. Right. And, okay, and, like, okay, now moving to Bucky uh... – yeah, I okay. I like him a lot more, even though like Jake was right, his story gets a little kind of the short end of the stick towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the the final scene with him and the dude, it's so short. He yeah, goes it feels in. really abbreviated <laughs> and awkward, and it starts off yeah. good. Like I'm like, okay, like we're getting the scene. It looks cool. Uh, I feel like we're about to get another emotional Bucky scene, um, and then it just kind of fucking ends. Bucky doesn't really stay there and help him. He just kind of like 
doesn't explain a thing, just says I killed him and like fucking walks out. I'm like, damn, uh, Bucky better be fucking moving. He, he better fucking like, move. Dude, Bucky, I, I'm I like, dude, you really did not like you really could have let yourself off the hook a little bit more there, bud. You know, like <laughs> he could have explained like was, it better. I think he yeah, could have explained it. I feel it like because the way he explained it, I wouldn't believe him. Yeah, no, I, like, oh, I didn't like, have a choice. I'm like, you know, kind of, you know, most people you, have a kind of free will um, in this world. When they usually, when people say, I would say, when almost all but a handful of people say, I didn't have a choice, they had some kind of agency in their in their mind. But you, Bucky, you're one of the five people who absolutely was mind controlled, which is a very rare phenomenon. And I would perhaps explain that you are mind controlled, which is <laughs> probably not a pretty thing that easy to back up too. When people I mean, you have say a metal they don't arm. have a choice, you have a metal arm. Yeah, no. When people I feel say, like if you had a metal arm, I'd believe a lot of things you say. Yeah, no, you know? yeah. There's there's on the record stuff about his metal arm. You know, right. <laughs> he's the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he killed Howard Stark. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I'm, here's the thing. That scene, while that scene was abbreviated, uh, see, getting to see the scene where he like finds out, like confirms that his brainwashing, like is like was gone from him forever, and he wouldn't have to like kill anyone again that he didn't want to. Like, and he just starts, like, crying. That scene was really good. Like, that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. Yeah, and they do a good job with him and Sam's relationship. Because in the beginning, I was like, eh. I was like, I they I feel like they're not, if they're really just going to stay as partners and not friends. But I think the transition in episode five works pretty well. Though I do agree, we had an extensive conversation in the group chat um, about Bucky's... Bucky comes to an understanding about why Falcon didn't pick up the shield, but we don't really see how that happened. You we're haven't really been here for any of the that... conversations, pal. You know, <laughs> we're just supposed to think he like laid in bed at night and was like, "Fuck, I did mess up." Yeah, and then I, I think the Isaiah conversation. He was there for the first Isaiah conversation. Uh, well, and they then, didn't really have a conversation, um, did they? He kind of just yelled um, at him. <laughs> one second, my bad. Gonna call. Uh, yeah. So uh, he said, "Well." Bucky didn't really say anything. Yeah, no, he, and after I mean, that conversation, he's still shitting on Sam for the shield thing. Yeah. He kind of... Yeah. Okay. He saw the cops, it, right? like, try and, like, like harass him. My, my issue is um, not that Bucky was, like, that came to an understanding and very explicitly said it would be hard for the for someone to take the shield. That That's not the issue, you know? Say that, right? That That's a thing that you would say. But he just kind of... <laughs> he came to the... Con- he came, my my thing is that he came to that conclusion when the audience comes to that conclusion, but he does not have the audience experience. <laughs> you know, like he he does yeah. not he he comes to it the same way we do or are supposed to. If you do not already, if you are not already at the level where you understand why it would be hard for Sam to take it, he comes to that conclusion the same way like the the regular audience is supposed to come to it, but he does not go through those same steps. Which is weird because he just kind of flips a switch when the audience flips the switch because the audience sees all the Isaiah stuff, but he's not. Which is, it's whatever. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just I'm, like a weird story thing that you would have to, it's, it's difficult to deal with because it would be weird for Bucky to be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, because they end the show with the title card of like Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I'm hoping the second season is kind of Bucky's story and he gets a turnaround in a new name moves on up. <laughs> he spends a lot of the show being like I am no longer the winter soldier that is not who I am and he doesn't get the name change no nope. he does nope, not he, he does not get the fucking courtesy could have been Cap- Captain America and the White Wolf you know that would have been cool that would have been fine yeah. yeah 
But instead he goes, I was the Winter Soldier. Walks out. That is not who I am anymore. And they keep keep hitting him with it. So, yeah, I liked it. Uh, It was fine. Yeah. Good. Nothing more. Good. Nothing more. Um, Well, okay. Let me, one last question here. Yeah. This is, we got to, we got to ask a question here. What did you like more? That or WandaVision? I did not watch WandaVision. I'm looking directly at Jake's uh, box on the Discord screen. I, I don't know because I enjoyed the first half of WandaVision a ton. Absolutely loved it. I think the second half is not near as funny. I don't think the more modern sitcom parodies, I don't think they nailed the comedy as well. And maybe it's because it's, it's riffing on something that I've had more time with. So it wasn't really anything new. And then the end, of course, was typical MCU bullshit fight, um, which is not necessarily what I wanted for that show, as opposed to Falcon, which I had pretty damn low expectations for. Um, And yes, like 50% of it wasn't great, but the Sam stuff is so damn good. (sighs) I, uh, I guess as a whole, I'd honestly probably say Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What about you? I think I did WandaVision by like a hair. Like I think I get, I think I give WandaVision the edge by like a little bit. Just cuz it had like it, it was just I think it just had more of that week to week intrigue for me. And just besides the Ralph Boner thing, like besides <laughs> that, the the Evan Peters <laughs> thing. The Evan Peters is a Boner joke, not X-Men like like oh you see that's not like see that's even that's even different from like the Mandarin subversion in Iron Man 3 because the characters are expecting Mandarin to be the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. It's not like yeah. Wanda has seen X-Men Days of Future Past, you know. And like, that, here's the thing. That that stuff really intrigued me and made me want to watch it. Like that's one of my uh, favorite things, which is like weird meta layer stuff. I love that shit. And I love st- I describe this a lot to you guys. I love stupid things. And you know, <laughs> doing that is kind of stupid. Um, but just like Tenet, I didn't, I didn't do this metaphor. I didn't do this earlier, but I liked WandaVision as a concept more when I thought that was going somewhere. And I liked Tenet more when I thought it was about stopping 9-11, um, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which was something I heard a couple times before the movie came out. They're like, I, I, people are like, I think there's about stopping 9-11 and here's why I'm like, don't care why. But it would be it would be <laughs> all funny. those all those plane sequences in the trailer they were really riding those pretty hard. <laughs> Nuclear holocaust worse. Nine eleven. Nine eleven. That that kind of gave it away for me that it wasn't in the trailer. I'm like, it, seem, it seems like it's worse than nine eleven if it's worse than nuclear holocaust. But uh, yeah. Um, what's next? Invincible. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I thought someone posted a fucking Twitter image that was like, "There's, there's gonna be nonstop MCU content. How crazy is that?" No, it's just like it's be. like nonstop Disney content. Okay. Bad Batch started. Bad like, Batch. A little... Is that animated? I thought it wasn't yeah. animated. And then I, and yeah, then I it's, saw clone, a it's pretty much Clone Wars season eight. It's pretty much yeah. Clone Wars season eight. No Ahsoka, Anakin, or Obi Wan. Yeah, I thought it was live action, and then I saw a screenshot. I'm like, maybe this is a Kill Bill anime situation where, where they go I mean, to, let me, let me, to Clone Wars style animation. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> give you a short little 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 log line here. It's pretty much filling the gap of like what happened with like the Empire's transition from the clones 
the stormtroopers, pretty much, and how they phase out the clones. And, it's like, a how show that all about painting and painting the suits. Okay. That's just not true, but I'd still watch it, <laughs> even if that was the case. It's it's, it's canon, Brian. It's canon. Uh, it's everything canon. they put out now. They have the canon on lock. No longer will we have Luke. They have you know, the no keys to the canon. All right. Invincible? Is that the only thing left to talk about? Yep. That... Yeah, we're going to have to put a heavy spoiler. Spoilers uh, for Invincible. Here. Go watch it, I think. Can we all say go watch it? Definitely go watch it. This is spoiler yes. for. Yeah, watch you, it. so you, you are all caught but, up, right, Jake? The, yeah, I was trying to come up with a clever intro like the title card in the show, but I couldn't come up with it. So that's and why this, I was kind of lost. The worst part is that this is an audio format, so there's no way for us to throw up the word invincible. Yeah. I was just going to yell really loudly. I thought that would give Well, the same okay, sense. what if we do it? Like what if we're about to say the word and then I say, "Oh, look at the podcast art." And the podcast art is <laughs> is just the title Contact card from, you. from Invincible. That would work. That would work. Yeah, if you can, if you could, if you could work that magic. Uh, uh, you know what's a good show? <laughs> Invincible. Uh, okay, no, okay, whatever. We fucked it up. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Well, if you haven't seen Invincible, I suggest uh, fucking off um, and watching it before listening to the rest of this. Because I think after this, we're done, right? We just do recommendations. Right. And yeah, I got if, nothing else yeah. after this. And, and I don't have, and I'm not editing it. I'm not editing this episode, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to put the. Uh, I'm not going to put the sin of uh, doing timestamps on whoever's editing this. Uh, so, so just fuck off. How about that? Uh, if you care about spoilers for Invincible, fuck off. Uh, good show. I liked it quite a bit. I read the comics uh, as, a, as a high schooler and middle schooler. Quite good. What did you get? Yeah, I want to read the comics now. Yeah. Uh, I was a big fan. I was a big fan. Um, the, it, you know, it, like the first episode... I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, it's like, like R rating level, you know, TV with the, like the blood violence or whatever. Um, but it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't like overdo that, like throughout every episode with like, just like how the characters interact with each other. Yeah. Like it, it, like it stays pretty, you know, grounded in that sense. And it's just the violence is like as bloody as you'd assume it could be like with people with these powers. So it's really cool mix in that way. And yeah, just it being animated allows the superhero violence to like in action to get like way more creative and like outlandish and fun to watch. So yeah, huge fan. What, what did you? And obviously guys... the voice cast is loaded. Oh, the voice cast. It's great. It's great. Is... J.K. Simmons is awesome. They have a lot of people. Um, what, what did you guys? Th- did you guys know what you were getting into in the first episode? Like before no. you watched the uh, first episode? V- vaguely, no. I the only thing I knew about the show series comic book is that i knew the dad was bad but that was literally it so i didn't know like how that manifested when that would appear so that was really it that i knew about the series yeah i i think that first episode is like genius because um it kind of sucks uh (laughs) and is boring and they also refuse to show like any blood until the end like they're very much like like if you watch it like uh one of the Mahler twins gets shot in the eye. They just cut away. You know, like, they, they refuse to, like, show violence that entire episode just so the ending is that much more confusing, which I thought was a brilliant move. It's uh, a genius marketing thing because they did that and piled it on with really their only piece of marketing for the first episode was all of those highlight videos of people reacting to the end of the episode. Yeah. 
yeah, I remember watching with Madison, and she's like, oh, this, this is fine. And then you get to the end, you're like, oh, this is something else. Like, she thought it was... She, she was like, oh, it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's like a teen superhero thing. And then the end is, you know, what that is. And that's a very, very good end. Of the, it's a very good hook, you know? Yeah, I I was a big fan. I'm interested to see where they go in the future. Because I can anticipate what the the long-term endgame is here. But I, I knew what the first season was kind of building towards. So I could deal with the monster of the week, fight of the week thing. I don't know how I'll feel about that if by season three we're doing like Monster of the Week through episodes three and seven and then by the end we like come back to the overarching thing. I can only take so much of that. But if they keep the continuing like building mysteries and so many different plot lines, then I'll be in till the end. Yeah. Zach, what was your reaction to the end of episode one? Um holy shit. I mean that was I mean yeah, the first thing you see is that guy's like face start to crack. Yeah. Uh, the eyes start to bulge. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is kind of, you know, kind of reminiscent of Glenn in Walking Dead. Whoops. Sorry, Walking Dead spoiler. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, it just kind of continued from there. Like, I was, it, it maintains that intrigue really well throughout. Love that demon detective guy. Yeah. Uh, it's like Clancy Brown, I think. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, the you know, the side characters, the Guardians of the Globe. Um you know, um, what was that that guy that's like in the league and Brooklyn Nine Nine and like everything in Parks and Rec? Uh, he was like one of the voices. He's like the the explosive guy. Rex, uh, he's Sloan, awesome. That character. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, his Jason name. Mi- Jason Minzukis. Yeah, yeah. He's love his love his character. Uh, his like everyone gets an arc pretty much. Like it's all the side yeah. characters get arcs too, which is like incredible about it. Uh, so it's just really good in that way. Really, really show that has a lot of depth for like, especially all the cool action. I feel like honestly, I I mean, smaller sample size, but if season two is just as good, I might like it more than the boys. Yeah. I already like it more than the boys. Well, I know that Jake. Oh yeah. I I think (laughs) they make a lot of really smart changes. Um, not just in like, Oh, times have changed way, but in like, in the comics, uh, Damien Darkblood has, like, no arc. He's actually just a comedic relief character, almost, who shows up sometimes to ask about the murders. And then uh, after Mark and Omni-Man's fight, um, he shows up at the government and is like, hey, I figured out who did it. It's Omni-Man. And they all laugh at him, and he fucks off forever. Like, he, he's not a real character in the comics. And I think that was smart to, like, put him in there as, like, something. And, like, everything, the like, demon, in the like, show. like, yeah, he's, like, on Earth to solve, yeah. Yeah. like That's that's sick. That was, like, he was, like, really cool to watch. And, like, you know, when the lights would flicker, I'm like, ah, oh, it's him again. And uh, Cecil had to fucking just, like, banish him to keep yeah, Omni-Man him from knowing that he knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's brutal. Other stuff. Like, all the stuff, basically, in the show takes place in the comics after the fight with Mark and stuff. Like when he takes on those, like when he fights in the uh, criminal for the dude that can turn into stone, when he, when he helps him with that, that's after the Mark and Omni-Man stuff, uh, Eve fucking off to the forest or whatever. Another smart change that when I, I'm not going to like harp on like every fucking little change, but there's another one that I was really uh, worried about. Uh, Cause I remember being 14 and reading it and being like, that's, 
that's kind of weird, Robert Kirkman, author of Invincible. Uh, she goes to the forest in this one to help people. Uh, in the comics, and this slight spoilers for the future, I guess. Can I do that? Like, very yeah, that's slight. Fine, very slight. Um, I think it's obvious, and you guys would already assume this. She goes to the... She, instead of going to the forest, she goes to Africa um, to, to help. And because, of course, she can't do this bit forever you know her character is going to develop in a different direction right like people change she's not going to do the fucking i'm firefighting forever and she's like putting farms and shit in africa and that ends with her saying like yeah actually africa is unsavable (laughs) and i left i'm like like, oh my god i don't know if that logic works rob I don't. I, don't I doubt that would be. I don't think it's it's like yeah, the, the people just they just don't know how to farm. So no matter how much I help, it just goes to shit again. I'm like, that's kind of weird, Rob. I, I don't. And I was like 14 at the time, like, and I knew that's, it was weird then. I could, I could only assume how poorly it would be received now uh, if I was receiving yeah. it that way as a 14 year old. Uh, in 2015, I just remember being like. Yo, what? Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Robert Kirkman says this continent can't do anything yeah, for itself. Cle- clearly, it. you know, different ideas he has now. Um, but yeah, I think all the changes they made were good. Um, like a hundred percent of them. Uh, I really liked the season. I think it was very good. Uh, was very excited when they announced that they're doing season two and three off the rip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, like the most standout brutal moment for me was in the final episode when the plane comes in to fight Omni-Man and it crashes and Invincible saves the man. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. I didn't think I was going to make it. And then Omni-Man comes up behind him and just fucking, I think crushes his head, does something to him. was like, oh my God. And then the rest of that is just, uh, the train. So good. We love trains. Yeah. The train. Apparently that's added. That was not in the comics. In the comics, he like, in the comics, he's much less uh, explicit about um, killing people in front of Mark. Uh, he's much less explicit about doing a little trolling. Uh, he's mostly just throwing Mark into buildings, and people will like die, and like you'll see them die. But he's not like, oh, the, these guys again, and we'll kill them. But it's just like he he does blow up a subway. It's just not like an explicit okay. goal to like own Mark. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> owned. A, he really it's does own ex- him there. It's, it's not an explicit uh, I was, scheme. <laughs> I was like, see the the show that had my jaw drop at the end of episode one, and my jaw dropped at the the end of the finale with that yeah. shit. Like I was like, they found a way to like top it yeah. in terms of like the shock. Like I was more shocked at the end of that episode than I was at the end of the first episode, which is Cause, saying something. Cause you really think he might be like a redeem. Maybe there's a good reason, you know, May- maybe like, yeah, he did some fucked up shit, but maybe there's like something maybe going he knew, on. He, he, there was something, there was a bigger, yeah, there was yeah. something greater at play. And I guess technically there was, but it's just, not it was a, not a, a great one. reason. And he did in fact, like not care about, humanity they're all like ants and animals to them you know i think that's great i think that was a great uh yeah i I was worried that it was going to take a couple episodes to even get to the murder because it takes like two they really changed things around in a way that they absolutely needed to to get people to stick with it because in the comics it's like two volumes in before he kills those people 
before he kills the uh, Guardians. It's not like the first. Damn. Yeah. It is like a twist instead of like the crux of the show. Uh, and I, I, I just loved. The, I, they did a lot of great stuff with the show. I am really excited. They, I was worried like slightly, but they, they did a great job. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'd presume the distance between seasons one and two is going to be much greater than the distance between two and three. Presuming they're going to produce two and three at the same time. Yeah, I assume they're kind of cranking them out if they have it all lined up. Production's all lined up. Because I assume they must have announced that they were getting season two and three rate basically when it was in stone that they did. So they're probably just starting production like in a few weeks, maybe. So that'll be a while, and that's disappointing. But uh, I'm glad Seth Rogen got to be in it. I I remember he was <laughs> I love like that. he yeah. was talking. I love that character. He's been talking for like half a decade. Like, yeah, uh, I'm working on a live action Invincible movie, and I get to do. I'm gonna be in it. He's been saying that for like half a decade. Like he's been trying. Is that still happening? No, the live action. No, like it's it has to be what this is now, right? Like it had to have been fucking. I think he is the producer. Yeah, I don't even know if it was live action we was talking about, but he's been talking about being a fucking invincible movie since I was in fucking high school, and I'm I'm glad it finally came out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Good for him. Good for him. Absolutely. Alan's him and his vases. What? Seth Rogen just has been making vases for like two years. He has years. been. He's, He's doing the weed guy thing. He's pretty good at it now. <laughs> Invincible and vases. You, you, see that a... he, uh, he said, you see that he said he's never working with James Franco again? <laughs> Bates? Probably I good. was wondering. I was wondering. <laughs> solid move. Solid move. Very solid move. Anything else? Uh, I watched Mortal Kombat for this podcast, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, so. We could. It, we could but... talk about it, folks. I don't yeah, think you can give your takes. I don't. I, don't I mean, it's to say. it is a not great movie. Um, if you are of interest, I would suggest you watch a supercut on YouTube of all the fights. That is the best part of this movie. Um, I won't spoil any of the cool kills because that is really the only exciting part of this movie. If you like Mortal Kombat, maybe go see it. There's some cool action. CGI for a fifty-five million dollar movie is actually pretty damn it's fantastic. Quite impressive. <laughs> yeah, the ice looks awesome. Most of the fights look pretty damn cool uh hopefully if it gets a sequel which i bet it will with how much money it's going to make off of a pretty cheap budget um it's like an hour and 20 minutes long at all fights because then i will definitely go see it yeah um i think it's fucked up there's no tournament in it and after watching it um i watched an even better mortal kombat movie uh, a trilogy of mortal kombat movies um they're all free i suggest looking them up uh the first one is mortal kombat 9 all cut scenes uh, 60 fps 10, 1080p uh, on youtube <laughs> and then you can watch mortal kombat x all cut scenes uh on youtube <laughs> and th- now i'm playing 11 and that that's those are great i've heard they're good those are great stories let me fucking tell you dude i they need to cast andy sandberg as johnny cage in the sequel as the actor. They don't have the budget for that. I that's, know I they think fucking, that's how they kept the budget down. What if they down. do, though? I think it's, Andy Samberg comes pretty expensive. Dude, it... I mean, more expensive than the fucking people in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. It would be Brooklyn such an Nine Nine's over. Person. He's looking for work. He'll be looking for work. Like, Johnny Cage in, like, the previous movies was, like, in the previous, like, in 9 and 10 was very much, like, oh, like, it's, like, it's action star, like, dickhead, right? And then in 10, he's, like, older and wiser. And then at 11, it's time travel. And they bring him back in. I'm like, oh, shit. 
It's pop star. It's Andy Samberg's pop star. It's the same. It's he's doing the same fucking faces. It's insane. I'm like, it's Andy. It would be perfect. It'd be perfect. Even better, they should bring in Andy Samberg's character from Pop Star. Oh, kill and that yeah. should be who's Johnny? Uh, Connor, uh, Connor for real. <laughs> for real. Uh, same universe. Um, so yeah, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should. I got. Uh, a, I got a recommendation. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, Start us off. Pop star, never stop stopping. Uh, <laughs> Andy Samberg film. Uh, he plays Connor for real. Uh, first album, big hit. Second album, flopped. You get to see songs from both, and they are both very funny. Uh, whole movie is really funny. Got a lot of cameos. Really underrated. Some of the songs, a couple of songs in it are absolutely hilarious. I fucking love that movie. Uh, my recommendation, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. I haven't played Bowser's Fury, but I've been playing Super Mario 3D World, and that game is fucking great. Uh, 3D Mario rocks. Fuck you, John Romer. <laughs> I, I heard he, he was talking to me in the car when he was picking me up to take me to Zach's house. He's like, well, they're really shitting on me for my Mario takes, man. I don't get it. I'm like, you don't like Mario, John? What the fuck? Um crazy crazy um i don't know I, odyssey was sub tier um <laughs> uh, still gotta play it i still gotta play it. do you is this you the summer i do it is this the summer i do it it's white boy summer no, that exactly. white boy mario um i'd have uh, <laughs> my suggestion is the mortal kombat uh trilogy cutscenes on youtube uh but also um Eh, no, two, two inside. Uh, I've been, I've been playing Wreckfest on my PlayStation Five, the PlayStation Plus game. Jake, the destruction physics on these cars—they're quite impressive. The, the the cars just blow up. They they don't blow up, but they fall apart, buddy. They, they got they got I some physics on these. I haven't played a non Mario Kart racing game in a fucking long time. Is it fun? Yeah. I guess it's fun. Okay. I, I would say it's fun. I enjoy ramming into other cars and watching how they break, how I break. You know, it's how we break together. You know, Motorstorm is one of my favorite racing games. I know it's not the same because it's a little more arcadey than yeah. Wreckfest, but Wreckfest was giving me similar, at least aesthetic vibes. It's a so destruction it's pretty, derby. I'll game. download it. It's like the it's a derby. You know, maybe you get to a point where you're in race cars, but as far as I can tell, I get put in like a fucking. In, the, in a fucking rundown uh, mystery mobile, mystery machine, <laughs> and fucking die. And that's fun. All right. Uh, that it? All right. We will yep. be getting back on a more regular schedule now that I am, uh, now that the semester is ending and uh, the, the, the sins of uh, school have been taken away. Uh, our loads are a little lighter. Uh, <laughs> um. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say a prayer. Jake just did a little uh, Catholic thing, maybe. I don't remember. It's been a while. Uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, uh, may the force be with you. Um, we will uh, we will see you around next week. Perhaps I'll get out the secret episode. It's fixable. I know it has to be. Uh, so for, perhaps the secret episode will go up eventually. But Did we, we say get... anything super outdated on that one? No, it was just us reading uh, internet questions, right? Oh, yeah. And him talking about, okay. you know, you guys yeah. talking about vinyl. We talked about, uh, you know, what if Obamacare killed every Christian or something. You know, stuff. You know, internet right. question stuff. 
Uh, We will see you next week, folks.